This is Adam Schefter, and according to my sources, you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special annual fantasy football edition of the BCP. We have the all-star stellar panel back with us, and guys, it's so good to be with you. We are COVID-free, we are safe, we are finally together. Um, Gentlemen, let's please first welcome to the show. Former Shore Fantasy Football League champion, I believe current Mario Kart 64 champion, uh, the good brother, the goodest cousin, Mr. Tim Urig. What's up, bro? How are hey, you? what's going on? I am beyond excited to be here to talk football, especially during these times where yeah. we've been uh, just locked up inside and going about our business and trying to stay healthy. And uh, believe it or not, it seems like we're going to get football. So. Yeah. Let's go. I remember having conversations where we were just like, are we going to have football months ago, man? So it's, it's good to see you guys. It's good to be here. But please welcome back to the show uh, one of the best frontmen on the local band scene right now uh, for Black Tooth Grin. Or Black Tooth Grin. He is the producer for the Rock and Roll Morning Show with Jim Kerr on Q104.3. Hashtag dad goals. Congratulations and please welcome back to the show, Mr. Trevor Martin. What's up, bro? How are you? Round of applause. Thank you, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, bro. Going to be a dad. I love it. Uh, so I had to do something during COVID. So why not complicate, <laughs> complicate my life a little wow. bit more by bringing a child into the world. So. I love it, man. No, congratulations. Very happy for you. Um, you know, that's, I think that's the best, best news out of 2020 I've heard. So that's, Thank that's you, man. great. No, good. And guys, um, let's talk a little fantasy football here. I'm so excited for this. Um, first and foremost, before we get into, you know, the drafts and the positions and all that different kind of stuff, um, do you guys think we're going to get 16 games this year? And playoffs. It's tough, yeah. So, I mean, listen, um, if we look at the other sports, they seemingly are powering through. And I look at baseball, that they are powering through, and they're going to do it more similar to football because there's no bubble. Uh, I mean, we could shout out NHL and NBA. The bubble is working fantastically, and they will get a champion at the end of the year. Football might be tough. Um, I, I think that there's so much money to be made that no matter what, we are going to get the full season and Super Bowl just because of the amount of money on the table. Um, and I, if you watch Hard Knocks, they have protocols in place, and it seems like you know they're doing what they need to do. I know Hard Knocks and the NFL show what they want to show, so you're seeing all the good stuff. But I think we're going to get it. I think we'll be good to go. But plan... For not having it, which we can talk about in a little bit. Yeah, have contingency plans just in case. Uh, but I think we're going to get it. Absolutely, Trevor. I, I think it's going to be really interesting uh, with the fact uh, that the other sports are continuing to go on. It, it all comes down to, you know, w- w- if I was a team and, and I had the option, I'd buy just like the movie Major League. Like, get a, the crappiest plane or whatever, but make it your plane. Make it, yeah. That's the one that they take every week. That's the one you scrub down, and that's the one that you travel with, uh, and what have you. Um, I do think that we are headed in the right direction uh, in the country, on the East Coast here at least, where we are. Uh, we're taking it super seriously. Everyone's wearing the mask. They're following the right protocols. Our, our infection rate's down. You know, it's all going to change once it gets a little bit colder. So do I think the season's going to happen? I think if it gets, I don't think it's going to completely shut down, but it's going to, it's going to come down to probably like halfway through, probably around October, if if some kind of major spike happens and gets shut down. So I think we're going to get the first month indefinitely, and then we're going to take it from there. I mean, listen, this changes month to month so much uh, that who knows, you know? Uh, we have things planned for the future, and they're like, well, what about COVID? I'm like, well, a month ago we were in the worst state in the world, and. Here we are now with the best state in the world. Like so, it's you know, yeah, it's great. and you know that what, fudging maybe a little bit of the statement there, but you you, you get what I mean. Exactly, and then and our good friend, a big part of the show, brother Nunes, he put it perfectly. He says, "I feel like things are getting better and worse at the same time. It's very very strange, but uh, it's, it's just because I'm not even talking about the country. The world it, it's hitting everywhere different. Yeah, it's, you it's know, crazy. Yeah. You know, it, 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 California is." just been hit the whole entire time um but there's people out there that didn't take it seriously the new york state and new jersey got hit super hard but we took it 
I would say more stricter than anybody, whether you agree with governors, mayors, or whatever, they put in these super, super strict restrictions, and now I don't, uh, it went from no one wanted to be here to like, this is the place where you should be probably. I mean, we're under 1% infection rate. That's insane. Like We're, that doing, is insane. we're doing it right. So it's really going to come down to the flu season and the cold and, and, and just people taking it seriously. It's the colleges that um, just really show you that like not taking it seriously, here comes the spike. So as long as you take it seriously, like we can get through this. We're going to get through this. And then science will eventually give us more of a breathing room of the vaccine eventually. Very well said, man, and I appreciate you saying that, guys. But let's get uh, let's get into our football picks here. Let's have some fun. Let's have a nice little distraction here. Like we're talking sports, we're talking football. Now, last time I saw you, gentlemen, uh, there was a beautiful lady uh, around my shoulder here. Um, of course, you know, back in December, um, you know, in someone else's arms, I am heartbroken. And of course, that's the America Pro League Championship uh, hanging out over at Vax right now. He's cutting promos. He's wearing the suits. Uh, rubbing in my face, so I do not have a championship this year. How did you guys make out last year uh, in your leagues? I, once again, in my standard rules league, uh, with the auction draft, once again, uh, shit the bed. And uh, (laughs) no matter how well I do, I thought last year was my year. I was staying strong, and then I had some major injuries. Uh, My quarterback situation uh, did not pan out well. Uh, You know, I put a lot of value in running backs, and I was solid on the running back core, but due to some injuries... And uh, just really kind of slapping on the quarterbacks with Baker Mayfield not really panning out for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, I was hoping for. Did not go well there. But as always, in my PPR League 2 quarterback, uh, I did finish in third place. Um, it was a very, very rough battle as the playoff game came down to a point. And, um, really? yeah, and I, I lost on that point and I screamed loudly. Yeah, I've been there. T- uh, Timmy, you, I know you got something to say. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, up and down year last year, as most years are in our league. Um, I got to the championship, and as you referenced before, Mike back won, but not without a little bit of controversy oh. and a little bit of luck because. I had three guys go down, leave the week in the first half, and Vac only won by, like, ten points. And uh, if those guys were in there, I definitely would have taken home the championship. But, you know what? Vac did the work. He was deserving. First time. Um, so, you know what? I can't be mad if it's going to go to anybody other than me. I'd probably have it go to you, Aww. then me, then Vac. Oh but Vac, he won't be champion after this year, so it's okay. Uh, other leagues, um, you know what? Bad luck, just mostly. Uh, just just bad luck all over the place. I think I made the playoffs in every league, but one um, got down to close to money in another. So just up and down, you know, bad luck here and there where, you know, I scored the third most points in the league that week and probably lost to somebody who just scored a little bit higher. But I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah, exactly. And maybe we'll see a future champion, uh, Mr. Trevor Martin, who will be joining the league next season. So It has been a a long time coming. I've wanted to join this league and show you guys how much of a fantasy football prick I could be. I'm excited to see him. You're very welcome. Like somebody who doesn't deserve to go to Harvard, you've been waitlisted. But now... We're calling you in. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. And I've seen some of the promos that were made. Um, I, <laughs> I, I already have 47 ideas. My dude. Yes. We're ready. We're ready. Wear the exactly. suit, the glasses, whatever you got to do. Yeah. But guys, let's get into it. Uh, you know, you guys mentioned quarterbacks. Um, let's talk about like the quarterback position. We'll do quick, you know, quarterback, uh, running backs, wide receivers. Let's talk about our quarterbacks. Are we sticking with the likes of the Mahomes right now? Uh, you know, Tim's calling me a little bit of a Christina Ricci with my Aaron Rodgers pick. Um, so who you guys got your eyes on for the top quarterback positions this year? Uh, Trevor. Uh, top quarterback positions, I think it, it's kind of obvious. If Mahomes is there, yeah. you take Mahomes. If Lamar Jackson's there, you definitely got to take the flyer uh, on Lamar Jackson. But honestly, after that... I don't think it's as clear on anyone else, to be honest with you. Uh, I did do one draft already. It's my PPR league. It's my two-quarterback league. And I held off uh, on on quarterbacks. I had first pick in the draft. So I had legitimately uh, all the options on the table for myself. Now, the problem with that is I just found out it's September. I still thought it was March for a hot second. My days of the week and my mindset is so different. And then with no... uh, like, I'm not a big baseball guy, so, but there hasn't been much baseball, for, except for, like, the last month. So, like, 
I never went through that like pain of sports radio of me hearing baseball every single day to like get me so more excited for football. And there's no preseason in football. So like even that I forgot Hard Knocks was on until you just told me. So <laughs> yeah. the fact that when we're recording this, we're one week we're less than a week away from the season kicking off for Thursday night football. Yeah. It just hit me that football is back and that it's gonna happen and like I'm just getting into the mindset of it. So when I was sitting here thinking, like, oh, no, I have to draft. How am I going to prepare? I'm kind of going with my same strategy, though, of running backs are more important in the first round. Um, only yeah. because, too, with no practice, preseason, and the season are so different. But preseason, I do think, is important. Does that have to be four games? We can go back and forth with that all you want. I don't necessarily think it does. But you do need scrimmage games against other opponents to get ready. It gives the players a mindset in that. And it helps get your body ready. So, with that being said, I didn't go quarterback right away. I went with Christian McCaffrey as my number one overall pick right off the bat. Uh, figure I'd take a flyer on him. Um, <laughs> you know, I am a Giants fan. Saquon was there. Uh, there's a lot of options. But I did go uh, McCaffrey. And then, of course, number two, number three, went right away with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So, quarterback-wise, that we're talking here. Besides that, I don't think it's clear-cut as it is. I actually... Skipped over a few people that were probably kind of higher, like Josh Allen, mm-hmm. who I think is ranked really high, to be honest with you. Uh, and I went with the likes of Drew Brees and Matt Ryan because I wanted veterans. I know I probably have the oldest quarterback staff in my whole entire league, but you know what? Drew Brees knows how to prepare his body, prepare his mind, and prepare for a season without preseason and without practice. You know, he can walk on there. I think the same thing with Matt Ryan uh, for who was on the table that was available at the time. So, yeah, I went with those two guys. I think veterans are going to be highly underrated this year because they're going to be ready for the season more than these rookie guys, more than maybe someone who's only played a year or two in the league. Um, Perfect example, I'm really high. I think that there's a lot of potential for Daniel Jones. But, like, you know, I I think I might go with someone with a little bit more experience if I'm looking for a starting quarterback. You know, I think that... Um, there's some quarterbacks that have been in the league a long time, like uh, Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers, that are top 15 now, and obviously Daniel Jones is working his way up. And if it came down to a veteran versus uh, DJ, like uh, I think I'd go with the veteran. So I'm, I'm sticking on the older side just because this is the wackiest season, but they're going to be more mentally, physically um, in the right headspace and in the right physical place because they know where they have to be because they've been doing it for so long. Dude, very well said. Uh, do you agree with uh, some of Trevor's picks? So listen, if you if you want Lamar Jackson, you want Patrick Mahomes, you're going to have to go get them, and you're going to have to go get them early. Um, there's been a trend in fantasy football and football in general where a lot of uh, your quarterbacks are getting more fantasy points because of their legs. So guys like Lamar Jackson, of course. Patrick Mahomes, a little bit less. He's more in the air than Lamar Jackson. Dak Prescott, not so much, but you see a real uptick with Kyler Murray because mm. of that running aspect. Um, other guys who also do it a little bit to kind of get your, your points up a little bit, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, uh, those are all guys that can use their legs. Um, so, you know, you see these guys going a little bit earlier in their average draft position because of, you know, the points that they can get from running the ball. But if you want one of those top two guys... You're going to have to go get them, and you're going to have to uh, use your draft capital on those guys early. Um, and it doesn't shock me that they went 2-3. Um, I know, realistically, those two will likely be gone in your first two rounds. So, depending on your draft strategy, which we could talk about in a little bit, um, if you want them, you're going to have to go get them. Uh, I, this year... Am on the train of just waiting because there's a lot of guys in the back half of the draft you can get who, who are going to produce mm-hmm. and put up some numbers. Um, we call them high floor guys where you kind of know what you're going to get. A Drew Brees should throw 28 plus touchdowns this year. Yeah. Easy. I'll take it. And where I'm getting Drew Brees, I'm not going to get you know 40 touchdowns like I would get with Patrick Mahomes, which is roughly where I have him. Um, you know, but I know what I'm getting, and I'm going to use those early picks on running backs and receivers because I think there's a lot more quarterbacks out there. So, personally, I value the quarterback, uh, I wouldn't say less because, you know, they are the quarterback of the team and you can get a ton of points from them, but um, I am of the boat that you should be getting 
better players at different positions. Just because on a week-to-week basis, if you decide to stream, you're going to find a guy out there who will put up points. I think if you streamed properly last year, you could have gotten overall in fantasy football like the quarterback like six or seven. So if you're telling me by streaming I can get the quarterback six or seven for the entire season, that's a no-brainer for me. I'm not going to... I don't want to say waste uh, early pick on one of these two, three premier quarterbacks. But also, if you like them, go get them. I mean, they're fun to watch. They're fun to root for. Uh, two years ago when I won my league because I had Patrick Mahomes, you know, he was putting up three, four touchdowns a game, easy, five touchdowns a game, and, you know, I loved it. It was a really fun to watch, uh, and I didn't have any... I did have one share of Lamar Jackson last year, and he was fun to watch too. So, you know, however you play the game, go for it. Um, on a week-to-week basis, because it's a week-to-week game, you know, if you like sitting and rooting for guys and watching all the touchdowns pile up, you might want to go get these early guys. Or if you like the long game and you like the strategy of other positions, wait it out. But personally, I'll be waiting it out. I think something you have to keep in mind, too, um, and like I said, like last year I took Baker. He didn't pan out the way I mm-hmm. wanted him to. Um, but if you're playing the long game, right, say you have middle-of-the-road pick, and you're six, you're seven. I personally hate being right in the middle on a snake draft like that. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so you got to focus on running backs. you got to focus on maybe a wide receiver, and, and the quarterbacks start ticking off, right? And you're outside the top ten. Don't be afraid to take a flyer on someone. Because um, in my auction draft last year, we, we had to submit our keepers by the end of the day today. And something that everyone forgot about in the league is one of our league members went, "Cool, I'm keeping Lamar Jackson for five dollars." He was he went undra- uh, he went as a backup quarterback drafted for a dollar yep. last year. Add the five dollars, six bucks, and in the auction league, six bucks for Lamar Jackson. That is beyond a steal. Yeah. All right. So, but if you think it out, so if you're in the middle of the road, definitely I would say like Tim, go for the running backs, go for this, and if all of a sudden you find yourself out of the top. You know, because there are some people who value the quarterbacks, obviously. And if you find yourself out of the top ten, wait it out. And then don't be afraid to take, like, you know, you know, I'm just going over the list right now looking down at me. Like, if you're, okay, you pick up Aaron Rodgers or you pick up Daniel Jones or Roethlisberger at 15. Like, don't be afraid to go right back at it and try to take, like, Joe Burrow for nothing. Play the long game for the end of the season because you don't know if he's going to explode. Or or if he's not going to explode, like, go, you know, for the yeah, even if he got like just even have to save him maybe for next season in the keeper league because you got to think ten steps ahead sometimes when it's a keeper league. Yeah. I didn't, and I'm I don't know who I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna keep anyone this season, and um, you know I just because I the, my best player to keep for the cheapest amount of money that makes sense um, because I'm not gonna pay like sixty dollars for uh, Aaron Jones or anything like that is uh, Tyler Lockett at ten bucks. I'm kind of struggling with it because he. Breaks out one game, does thirty, and then he'll do three the next week because yeah. you know Russell Wilson has options. So it's um, don't be a, the quarterback position has a lot of different options this year. I think the other positions are more important. Yeah, and once again, it really depends on how you want to draft. I mean, look at these guys' average draft positions and see if you're comfortable taking a guy a little bit ahead. And obviously, if the value is there and you want to take them, go for it. You know, like I said before. Having Lamar Jackson and having Patrick Mahomes and potentially Kyler Murray this year because, you know, he seems to be uh, trending up in the right direction. These guys are fun to watch. So if you're a hardcore fan and you really like more strategy, you might not want to take those guys. But if you, you know, are going at it and you're a casual fan and you want the excitement of having one of these premier guys, you're going to pay for it in the draft. But you have the guy that you want and, you know, you're going to have fun watching on Sunday. Or Thursday or Monday, whenever they play. So. There's quarterbacks that we've seen go big, and then they have average years. They can go big again. Garoppolo's one of them too. Sure, I had him. I had him the first year, and he went huge for me. And then he was average the next year. Oh no, then he got hurt, and then that sucked the next year. So you know, there's just so many options. Yeah. And because with no preseason too, and and no just don't know. Yeah, you just you just don't know. And I mean, there's guys that are exciting. Do you want a share of Tom Brady? What about you, Trevor? You want to share of Tom Brady this year? 
I mean, that team looks great, right? Yeah, I, mean, I would take Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. So, look, see oh, where he's at. See if you want to get him around ladies early. and gentlemen. See, yeah, see if you want to get him around earlier to where he's at. Like, if you like a guy, go get him. But the name of the game is really drafting guys who are going to outperform where they're drafted. So, if you get a quarterback, well, I'll use a different position just because there's more of them. If you get a running back that you draft as, say, the 15th running back off the board, and he turns out to be the number two, number three running back in fantasy football, you win your league because you made that decision uh, later in the draft. So, it's really getting guys who are out, who are going to outperform their average draft position. So, I mean, also, there, there's guys who are league winners. Like, Patrick Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns yeah. a couple years ago. 50 touchdowns is a league winner. I'm not saying that he's going to, you know, carry your team. But guess what? If you can have a supporting cast with a guy that throws 50 touchdowns, you're making the playoffs. Yeah, you're like going that. to make a run. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you look at you, Mahomes' bye week, you kind of almost automatically look at it like, oof, that's probably a loss week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys mentioned running backs so many times, so let's keep it moving here. Uh, let's talk about the running back position. Um, you know, Tim, you and I off air were talking a little bit about McCaffrey. Uh, you know, I'm wearing the Saquon jersey right now. Where do you see these guys? Uh, are they going to cool off this year? Um, obviously, no preseason, different offenses. What are your thoughts on the running back position and the likes of a Christian McCaffrey? So listen, Christian McCaffrey was otherworldly last year, and I can't see them feeding him as much as they did. Would I like him to get the opportunities he got last year? Yes, but new scheme, new offense, new quarterback, who does like to check down. Um, you know, I, I see him, you know, regressing back a little bit. Not saying that he wouldn't or couldn't finish the number one running back in fantasy football, uh, but we really don't see guys finishing back-to-back years as the number one uh, running back. So it's going to be tough sledding. But, you know, he's a machine, so feed him the rock and he'll make something happen. Um, If I could comment on just running backs in general this year, there is a big downswing when it comes to running backs after, say, the 15th, 20th running back off the board. Um, I think you're being kind. I think, yeah. I think I'm being being kind, too, because it's very murky in that uh, 12 to 20 range. And you really got to hit on somebody. So, you know, in different leagues this year, I've tried a couple different strategies, but I'm leaning towards, in most leagues, just flat out taking three running backs straight, taking five running back, uh, five wide receivers in a row, and then filling my quarterback tight end after that. Because you just need two of those running backs to hit, and you should be golden. Um, but it just, it's, it's crazy how the drop off is just ridiculous. Um, and they're just not there. So if you haven't mock draft, you can, you won't know until you get into a draft, but there are apps out there that will help you mock draft. You can see there's just no running backs out there past the the third round, the fourth round. You have just murky waters, and you just don't know what you're going to get out of these guys. So, um, you know, I personally recommend just trying to get these running backs early if you can. Uh, it doesn't mean pass up on a guy. You know, if you're sitting at seven, eight, nine, and Michael Thomas is there, you know, Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. He's the number one receiver on the board for a reason. Uh, you know, and you want to go get him, go ahead. But just know that when it comes back to your third and fourth pick, you need to be getting running backs, and they're not going to be there. You're going to have to hit on somebody who's a backup right now, or somebody who has a lot of concern, whether it be injuries or poor production in the past. Uh, so I like I said, I had number one pick. And I went with McCaffrey. Now, here's my reason behind it. As being a Giants fan, too, you're not supposed to draft with your heart. I think the Giants have a whole bunch of weapons. Will they all stay healthy? Knowing the Giants, probably not. But at the same time, we've seen Saquon try to play through an injury, and he wasn't Saquon, Saquon, that we all know and love. Um, Whereas we've seen McCaffrey, and I'm going to say it not, take some really brutal hits, and the guy's a rock. You know, it's hard for him to go down, and we've, we've also seen him play hurt a little bit, and he's still, I think, at that, that same level. So, going off what I've seen so far, and just the physicalness of it, and the options that they have, player-to-player, uh, player, body-to-body, I went with McCaffrey. Now, you look at the quarterback situation, I think uh, Daniel Jones is going to go to the air a little bit more. He's got some other weapons now. He's got a whole bunch of other options a year under his belt. 
Um, so I, I don't think it's going to go to him as much. Um, or it gives him more options to go to Saquon that, as well. Teddy Bridgewater, we've seen what he's done uh, in Minnesota. We saw what he did when he took over when Drew Brees was hurt. Does check down a lot when he needs to. Uh, he's got some legs underneath him as well. So it gives um, it gives Carolina a lot more options. But I think at the end of the day, um, if, if it comes down to the five-yard line or the two-yard line or whatever, it, it's going to go to McCaffrey two out of the three times before they try to kick the field goal. And True. that, to me, is not necessarily the answer with Saquon either. Uh, I think that they have too many other options. So I went with McCaffrey. Do I think he might end the year at number one again? I hope. Hey, you know, but it is hard for people to repeat. Um, PPR format, I say yes. Yeah. Standard, I say no. With with uh, the likes of Zeke and uh, Dalvin Cook and Kamara, uh, Zeke is constantly in the top five for like the last three seasons, I think. Um, probably longer. Um, I just, I don't see the consistency with him sometimes, and that's why I kind of stay away from him. Kamara, I believe right now while we're recording this, is still got some contract issues. Uh, and here we are, like I said, less than a week away from the season. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Dalvin Cook was hurt last year for a short period of time. Tail end of the year, but Ten. he was a superstar when he was healthy. Yep. So, like, you know, if he's there, take him. But I agree with Tim. There is a big drop-off, I feel like, in running back. So I went, uh, like I said, two quarterback leagues. A quarterback is a lot of points. I went running back, running back, back-to-back, right off the bat. And um, I was able to pick up Christian McCaffrey and Kenyon Drake. Um, you know, it came down to like with the people that were getting ticked off. Uh, it came down to Drake and Aaron Jones, really, of my options oh. at that point. And um, I've had Aaron Jones for multiple seasons, to be honest with you. Uh, and I just think Drake Drake has more of the high risk, high reward upswing. I, really? think, I feel like he's on the upswing more. Uh, leaving Miami was fantastic for him. He's now very comfortable in Arizona. Um, so I think he's just going to keep chugging along on the success that he was having at the end of last season, and I'm hoping to cash in on that as he's probably going to, I'm thinking, I'm looking again down the road, I think he can move top five next year. Next, mm-hmm. next year we're going to be like talking about like, hmm, and Drake instead of Ezekiel Elliott. It's, it's funny what changes in the course of the year. I remember always talking to you guys about like that Green Bay running back situation, um, you know, NFL owner Green Bay. <laughs> One share of stock. Great trip, by the way. That was Great awesome last year. Because um, <laughs> it ain't happening this year. But, um, you know, we talk about, like, what was it, the Aaron Jones? Was it Jamal Williams, I believe, was the other at the time? Um, yeah, who was going to get You know, get the balls, the back and forth. And you Aaron can go Jones back to uh, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's so crazy. Um, I, I gave Mike so much crap for drafting uh, Aaron Jones last year. I was like, no, nah, you, know, like, you don't know who's going to get it. Well, was I ever wrong, you know? Yeah, but I'll be the first. But that's the first wrong. time where, you, yeah. like, you were just like, Wow, he's the running back of his team. Was last season. Yes. Oh, yeah. it, it also came with injuries to that running back room. So, I mean, sure. like, it, the true, opportunity true. presented itself, and then they found some gold. But guess what? They just drafted A.J. Dillon, who seems to be the guy they want to give the ball at the goal line. He's just a big physical back. So you don't know if he's going to get that, especially with preseason. We have no idea what yeah. their plan is. and But we do know that the uh, Green Bay Packers want to run the ball. Yeah. You do know that. Um, so, you just don't know. Um, I, I, I don't understand Joe Mixon, how he's still so high. Yeah, know, He is so true, hot and true. cold. And I he know it's because he's cold. on such a terrible team for the last two seasons. That offensive line is so trash. It's so, so trash. I mean, I know he's got talent, but I don't understand how he's ranked as high as he is. Yeah, so I mean, listen, like, here, here are your guys. Like, there's studs in the first round that you can get, and then you might want to think about pivoting to the wide receiver position. And it, once again, it's all based on where you want to draft them and where you're comfortable. But, you know, McCaffrey, Cook, Barkley, Zeke, Henry, who I think has regression this year as far as touchdowns, he can't sustain there, Kamara. Um, I think those guys, um, while McCaffrey is in a tier all by himself and Saquon's, you know, a little under that, those guys there, they're all, you know, worthy of a first-round pick. And as long as they're healthy, they're not going to lose you leagues. So don't worry, you know, pick a guy there. But, I mean, you don't know what you're getting out of Claude Edwards-Alaire. 
you, you know, we talked about Joe Mixon just now. Um, you know, Aaron Jones has to have touchdown regression because, you know, he can't sustain what he did last year. Kenyon Drake was phenomenal in Arizona. Can he sustain that? Miles Sanders has some issues. Are they actually going to feature him and let him be, you know, the number one guy in a bell cow? Who knows? Um, Josh Jacobs is intriguing to me because uh, there is, you know, history with running backs coming in as rookies and producing well and then taking that next step forward. So I think if they can introduce, you know, more catches and more receptions for him, you know, Josh Jacobs could make a jump this year. Nick Chubb loses a little bit of, um, you know, he loses a little bit of touches with, um, with, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking too as soon as you said that. Um, but Chubb consistently too though, like with the last three seasons, he's he's got... He's gotten yeah, that's it, pretty much. But he's consistently gotten um, the same amount of touchdowns almost every year. You know, uh, since he you know in eighteen ten, uh, in nineteen he got eight forecasted to do twelve. So like he's he's like he's, he's a little bit more consistent. He's a little bit more consistent. Like coming out when you look at Aaron Jones, like we said before, um, you know nineteen last year, nine year before that, four the year before that. So like, I, yeah, there's going to be some regression with him. But everything that you kind of went down the line and saying. Right, so there's a lot of names we know about. I was always a big Austin Eckler fan. Now that he's going to be the guy there, I should. think you should. He, I think there's also some regression because there is no Melvin Gordon because he always had to have that threat. Uh, but with him going to Denver, is he going to be able to reduce? You, you know, Leonard Fournette now, Tampa Bay. Who knows? Uh, Chris Carson. Like I'm looking at some of these names. We know these names. We know Todd Gurley, but now he's in Atlanta. We know, you know, could David Johnson come out or James Conner come out of nowhere? We don't. We don't know. But I think it's such a huge. It's drop off. Yeah, it's yeah. so let's rattle off some names where there's just question marks. It's Gurley, it's Carson, it's James Conner. Can he stay healthy? Eckler in PPR formats, love him. He's going to get the PPR work. Um, you know, Gordon? David Johnson. I think. Okay, uh, Eckler, Eckler for San Diego. Um, if um, uh, David Johnson, I think Bill O'Brien is going to try to run him to prove that he made the right choice. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, is he going to split? Time with Lindsey. Uh, yeah, Mark Ingram in a high-powered Baltimore Ravens offense is a little older. Can he stay healthy? And then you really get into really question mark guys who need things to break right, who have talent, don't get me wrong. They have... You, know, you have more questions than confidence. That's exactly what it is. That's going to be my tagline for running backs. After round... After the sixth... Yeah, no, we'll go after after six. You have more questions than confidence. That's exactly I think that's what fair. It is. Yeah. So I mean, you have to you have to hit on one of these guys. But know? don't be afraid to take a flyer in a flex position. I took, um, you know, how do you not take Mark Ingram if he's there? True. Yeah. You know, because you know he, he, he was a beast backing up Lamar Jackson. So absolutely. But there there are guys. Listen, like if I'm throwing out a couple guys I like deep, I think Raheem Mostert looks and is the best running back in San Francisco. The mm. problem is that Jarek McKinnon's back healthy, and Tevin Coleman is still there. Mm. They don't have any receivers to throw to right now. They're all hurt. Um, you have a whole bunch of unproven rookies that we just haven't seen on the field. You see clips in, of practices, but, you know, practices only... You, you have so many question marks. If you like a guy, go get him, but there are a ton of question marks at the, the running back position. So, I mean, personally, my recommendation is that you are going to load up on running backs early. I mentioned the 3-5 and then fill out the rest of your roster. Three running backs, pretty much no matter what. Five wide receivers because there's value there. Um, And then fill out the rest of your roster because the running backs just aren't there past the 15th running back. And even there, it's, it's... Crazy. We'll find out one way or another, guys. And let's keep it moving here. We'll do this one real quick. See where AP lands too this season. <laughs> oh, true. Oh, yeah. just, just, just got cut. Just got cut. Yeah, that's crazy. He's one injury away from start somewhere. I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what that means? Where do you think he'll go? Let's just throw it out there. We don't know any insight. I, the first, the first, uh, first, first, uh, first injury that happens is the team that calls AP. You think so? Let's say just throw a team out. Whatever. Jets. Le'Veon Bell? Ooh. I don't think so. Um, no, they got Frank Gore who's solid too. And uh, just, sure. just too many veterans there, yeah. True. Um, no, it's going to be someone who has like... The Jets do it. I get, I, it's it's going to be someone who has just one running back. Like, that's that's their star. So going over the list real quick. Um, we don't have to spend time on AP. You're yeah, not really drafting him. Yeah, yeah, no he's worries. just, he's just but if you know, it's football conversation. Nostalgic. If you, you do know, think he'll throw it out, sure. He's a fantasy legend, especially after his injury when he came back and destroyed. 
Um, Tennessee. You think Tennessee? Tennessee. Derrick Henry somehow gets hurt. Yeah, they, they'll go for the veteran speed over the. That'd be a good spot. It's a safe bet, guys. Uh, let's get to the wide receiver position. We'll, we'll bang this one out real quick uh, because I think Tim had an idea for a, a good little segment. <laughs> but yeah, um, and these are the ones that are most important. Tight ends. There's so many options. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. I have three tight ends on my bench because I mean, not on my bench. One starter, but two on my bench just because. Oh really? I can't decide. I I streamlined a lot. I, I there was a carousel of tight ends going through my team line. I never have luck with tight ends ever. So. Well, I'm I mean, waiting for you, joke here. You, yeah, but, well, are we talking wide receivers? We're talking wide receivers. Yeah, right? talking wide receivers. Saying, we bring up a great point. But what I'm saying is, like, tight ends, we don't have to spend a lot of time on because there's a lot of options. So even if you don't draft them, if you do all your wide receivers, do all your running backs, all your quarterbacks, there will be a tight end to, that you can start consistently. The, yeah, there is a stat, and don't quote me on the number, but if you stream your tight end, you're really getting, like, the tight end, once again, like, five, six, or seven out of the whole league if you stream it properly. Yeah. So, I mean... Without a doubt. Yeah. So we don't even have to spend too much yeah, time. Yeah, no. There will be tight ends out there for you. Don't worry. Don't panic, because Grok's there again. And he is no longer the uh, 24-7 champion. Uh, but we move on. Let's if talk- I can, because it is related to wide receivers. If you want to go get one of those tight ends, the wide receiver position is deep. So I'm talking about Kittle... And I'm talking about Kelsey. If you want to go get them in the second, third round, and they're there, and you just want an elevated um, person at that position that's just a set it, forget it, gonna produce, the wide receiver position is deep. You're not losing too much by drafting one there. Go, let's talk about wide receivers. No, yeah, he's exactly. very well said. And Tim, bring it up here so that people can see your handsome, uh, handsome face for those on the on the stream. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, there he is. Um, but let's talk wide receivers. Trevor, is there anyone that you you know have your eye on right now? Um, you know, Green Bay, I think, has, has got some options there. Uh, I don't know about our Giants, man. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I was so not worried about wide receivers because of the depth. Uh, I think nice. wide receivers, there are people that will always produce and that will always be out there. And if you want to take the Michael Thomas in the first round, absolutely do it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but besides that, I had no worries of using my first four picks on the quarterbacks and running backs and then seeing what was just there. Just waiting to see what was there. And my first wide receiver I picked up was Juju. Uh, Juju, who I think, um, obviously didn't produce a lot last year, but no Big Ben last year. A lot of rotation at quarterback last year. A lot of things changed in Pittsburgh, but what hasn't changed is Big Ben is here. Um, you know, coach is still there. Juju's still there. Um, I think some people aren't. For some reason, when it comes to Pittsburgh, like I have no ties to Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Last I had nothing year, about like, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. No, it was the year before. I was so in on Big Ben, and then he wound up being huge for me. Um, and that's when Antonio Brown was there, and then that's the year I think James Conner. Yeah, but. Don't sleep on on the experience of the quarterback, I think I'm saying again. I think Juju, you know, people aren't really paying attention to Pittsburgh, and Juju will be fine for fantasy. I think he's got a lot of talent and a lot of skill, and he's still so young, and I had no problem uh, taking him. You know, he had a down year last year, but there were so many problems in Pittsburgh. So, um, that being said, you know, I have no problem. You know, he's ranked in my book right now as the number 16 uh, wide receiver, and I have no problem him being my number one. So I think there's just so many options uh, that you, you could wait it out, you know. And there's a lot of teams now that, like, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's just not that one guy anymore, you know. He's like, he used to be in the Giants, used to be Odell, and then it used to be Antonio Brown. Like, that's all you needed was that one huge game. There's so many options now, as we've seen with the Rams. Cooper Cup can score you 30 points one week, and then the next week it all goes to Woods. Dude, you hit that one right on the head. You know, and I, I ran into that problem last year. I'm going to probably run into it again this year at some point because, you know, they rotate so much. So, wide receivers, wide, no one is standing out to me besides the obvious. Very well said. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. listen, um, there are so many. It's just so deep at wide receiver that you, um, once again, you should really try to load up on running backs early, and then the wide receivers are going to be there. Not to say that you don't get some of these consistent guys early if they're there and the value's right. But, I mean, you know, you there's just so many. I, I'm going to read off um, a team that I drafted, and 
I want you guys, and this is that that strategy I told you, three running backs, five wide receivers, and tell me if you would go to battle with these guys, all right? So the running backs were McCaffrey was the first pick, but it was a keeper league, so don't worry about that. McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, those were the three running backs that I got early. I'm in good shape. Two of them have to hit, obviously. McCaffrey should be gold. Derrick Henry, regression, but it'll be okay. And Chris Carson could be a stud. Now I'm going to read off these wide receivers, and you tell me if you'd go to battle with them, okay? All right, Odell Beckham, DJ Chark, uh, Metcalf, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Cooks, Emmanuel Sanders. So I'm gonna. Should, we say, that, should we say that for the segment? What? Read them off. And you say can. No, no, okay. no, no, no. You can. I mean, I'm no, just, no. I think the question is, just would going, you would you take it? Right. Yeah, I'm just going with the depth at the wide receiver. How many position. wide receivers start? Two or three. I think it's three in that. Um, it's it's two, but then you have a two flex. So you're gonna start most likely three. I will like in the PPR. I will like most likely start four unless I have a receiving back. Um. I don't know. It's not bad because it's but it, it's it doesn't deep. wow me either. It, it just, well, it's, it's not yeah. going to wow you, but it, it's deep. That's what I'm saying. Listen, there's going to be question marks at a couple of guys. I mean, I'm being honest I, with you. Uh, there's the only I think Odell's the question mark there, and it sounds like your best wide receiver. He was the first one I took, but I'm a true believer that he had a core injury last year, oh, and it dear. really stopped him from being as explosive as he's been in the past. So I'm high on him, and he was there, and he was one of my. Guys. When are you putting this podcast out? I might stream it tonight, but it'll it'll be up probably tomorrow. So. All right, good because I had a draft tonight. I know I was I gonna say I'm waiting until after. That, I don't want that information out. I'm but he's he's one of he was one of my guys this year, and I knew I wasn't gonna get him because there was like ten picks between. And I we have a bunch of guys who are still Odell lovers, but he was one of my guys this year that I said let me go get him because I think he has a, a hugely bounce back uh, season. Um, but yeah, so my whole thing was reading that was like, listen, I went three straight running backs. The wide receiver position is deep. You can go get guys. Um, so there wasn't a, like, I loved Odell when he was on the Giants yeah. I, because you could you do no wrong, yeah. but it's very clear, <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's very clear when he was on the Giants. And I, and I, I think his issue in fantasy and in football is not his talent. His talent is there. Even if he's hurt. All right. I don't see him and Baker having that connection that they need. You know, and you know, he said it was like he he'll move to wherever he thinks he can finally be the guy bigger than the quarterback, and the quarterback will just give him the ball. So I don't know if Cleveland's even that place for him now. So I'm not high on Odell. Talent wise, yeah. he's there, but will they throw him the ball? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of ego, but yeah. we'll, we'll, I just don't know if they will give him the ball the amount yeah. of times he a should or a wants. Yes. And yeah. the minute he wants and he's not get, then you think there's the kick and scream it again. Not not trying to knock people on the show, but uh, I did have the Odell pop Funko, and did. Uh, it did not make it into the uh, oh. to the game, So we'll say that. Uh, but, listen, the but, whole, listen, the whole thing is <laughs> the whole thing is that the receiving core is deep in the NFL. Um, so you can go out and get guys later in drafts. Um, you know, and it's all about hitting on these guys. Can you get anybody that you draft in like? say, outside the top 20, that can bump to be a top 10 receiver? Absolutely. I mean, there are number one wide receivers out there who are fantastic. I will say this. Know your know your point system because there are guys who are touchdown guys and red zone threats, and there are guys who are chain movers and target monsters who are just going to get short stuff. Cooper Cup is one of them. Yep. I love Cooper Cup. Um, I just don't – he's not a – Big play guy, unless you count those screen passes. But they look for him in the red zone. And he's a guy that moves the chain, so he's a target monster there. And the Stefan Dix thing that you said is interesting, too, but we just don't, I just don't know yet with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's definitely gotten better, I just, but it's, I don't know yet. Yeah, he's he's another one where he was sitting there, and I like him. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I like him, too. I liked him when he was uh, in, in Minnesota. He just really was outshined by Adam Thielen because Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen have a bromance that... That rivals yours and Nunez's bromance. <laughs> um, so, I mean, listen, if I could just name off a couple guys that I do like that are going a little bit later, Good. there is consistency out of Robert Woods and the whole... The whole I agree. Oh, wait, I might have him. <laughs> the, whole, uh, the whole fantasy world has realized that he has been just crazy consistent, and um, he should have a positive... Uh, 
positive uptick in touchdowns because I think he only had two last year, but he's still a 1,000-yard receiver. So there's that. Everyone seems to be high on Calvin Ridley. He's a third-year wide receiver. There was that old adage back in the day, once you were a third-year wide receiver, you were ready to take that jump. Can Calvin Ridley do it this year? I think he's leaning more towards yes. Um, You know, there's guys, listen, I hate to say that I love A.J. Green this year, but I think that <laughs> I think that the Bengals are just going to be down. That defense is trash, and I think they're just going to have to throw. So I mean, I would love to take a flyer on AJ Green late, um, if possible, because I really think that if healthy, he is one of those guys that you're going to draft around wide receiver 25, and could end up being a top 15, top 12 um, wide receiver. And once again, the ultimate goal is to. Draft guys who are going to outperform where you draft them. Um, Other guys that I like, just moving down the list real quick, I think Terry McLaurin takes a jump. I mentioned DJ Chark. He's one of my guys, too. Both just number ones on their team that I think are going to do well. PPR monster, Tyler Boyd, uh, Boyd I really like. Um, You know, there's value late, and we can keep going. I mean, I really like Will Fuller, but once again, he's got to stay healthy. Uh, I think he can, you know, take care of... uh, if he could stay on the field, I think he turns into a top 15 wide receiver. And you're drafting him around wide receiver 30-ish. So, you know, there's guys I like deep. You just got to, you know, find who you like, go get them, and hopefully they perform for you. Mm, dig it. Um, so let's see the segment you were telling me about, Tim. Now, what what are the choices here? What we're going to do is kind of a rapid-fire round. Uh, <coughs> you guys are just going to be one-word answers. So what was it? It was love it? Okay, so, so go ahead. You are, so you're going to give us some players, all right? It could be anybody. I have want. a list. Okay. And we're going to tell you whether we are in love with them. In love? Whether we lust after them. In lust, I guess we'll say. Yes. Or mm-hmm. we are going to kick them to the curb, dump them, and get somebody <laughs> new. Ooh. Alright, so it's we're calling it we're calling it lust, love, or kick him to the curb. Love, lust, or kick him to a curb. Alright, so um well, what what I'll do is I have a list of ten to fifteen players. I'll and throw some softballs at you guys first. I'm gonna go close the book for it. Let's go. Oh, and let's and here's like here's this. here's what I'll say. Um whatever choice you give, the reason that you would love them is because you genuinely love having that player on your team, you think they're gonna be fantastic. Or if you lust after them, it's because you Love the idea of that the fact that they could perform or they're in a situation where they could make the jump. I like this, this is fun. Yes. Alright, so a little little yeah, I want, I want name Get position and team. Here. Let's go. Alright. So in love, in lust, or kick them to the curb. Let's kick do this here. First curb. time ever on the fantasy football edition of the BCP. Um alright, first name I'll throw at you guys. Hatch from Holmes. Tim. Love, lust, or kick them to the curb. That's actually Obviously love him. I had him on my team, and he's had 50 touchdown season, and he's you know a high powered offense and should perform. But I I I love the idea of Patrick Mahomes. I'm not happy with where he's being drafted. So I think more this year than anything else, I'm lusting after Patrick Mahomes. Wow. And okay. I will just and I listen. He plays my Texans in the opening game. I'm almost guaranteeing he throws five touchdowns because the Texans secondary is trash. That's your team going so, right on to my BetMGM app now. Yeah, you can see what those <laughs> are. Yeah, right right that. Um, so I, I'm in love with the idea of Patrick Mahomes. I'm lusting <laughs> after him. Um, with wow. that also being said, if he happens to fall to me in the back half of the second round, I'm snatching him up and, and wouldn't even think twice. So I'm lusting after Patrick Mahomes. Lust. Uh, Trevor, Patrick Mahomes. Love him. If, yeah. if, it's, uh, if, if, it, if you have the second pick and he's still there, you take him. Yeah, I agree, 100%. That's if, if for some reason I couldn't have had McCaffrey number one, Mahomes would have been my choice. Done deal. I love it. Um, all the, It's all about draft philosophy. Love, lust, or kick him to the curb, Devontae Adams. Go Trevor first. Ooh, a little, uh, a little bit of a thinker here. Uh, Devontae Adams I have a love-hate relationship with. Uh, <laughs> I had him when he first joined the team and didn't do anything for me. Should we and change I, No, and then I should have taken him, but I skipped over him because I was mad at him. <laughs> yeah, I did. And he exploded. <laughs> and then the um, next year. But to be honest with you, I'm not... Nothing from Green Bay is wowing you right now, so... Wow. Um, I'm... I'm, I'm 
I, I, I think I'd kick him. Kick him to the curb, oh. Tim. Should we change the name of the segment to Love, Lust, Kick Him to the Curb, or It's Complicated? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, how many sessions are on Facebook that we can put in? All of them. Um, no, I'm going to say kick because of the depth of wide receivers. Wow. You know, so don't, don't look at it as, oh, should I go for my second running back or Devontae Adams? You go for the second running back. Wow, wow. I'm kind of with you when you explain it that way. I do love the consistency of him, and other than Alan Lazard, um, who and you know Scanling, don't don't throw that name out at me because I don't think that he's going to contribute as much. Other than Lazard, who I kind of like deep deep this year, um, you know he's he's the clear number one. He's gonna get his opportunity if he's healthy. He's gonna be fine. You're gonna like having him. Um, he's gonna get all the targets. So, um, I love Devontae Adams. Ugh. Ooh, that's two d- very different ones, yeah? Very different answers. No, that's interesting. Well, the, last one, the last one was different, too. You said love, I said love, no, because fun. I love the idea. You guys look at yeah, it from you're a deep streamer, like, I'm taking him. Uh, I'm, I'm over him. <laughs> yeah. I'm over Devontae. <laughs> um, here's one. I was thinking with the Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, go to um, I oh, it pains me to say I'm, I know right? I'm kicking Aaron Rodgers to, to the curb. Aaron Rodgers, I'm kicking not him to the, the curb. Hat. Um, the reason I say that is because uh, in a wait and see quarterback philosophy, which I'm executing in a lot of leagues this year, um, I just think that there are better streaming options, and I like a guy like Josh Allen later, and I like Baker Mayfield later, and I would take both of them for the upside over Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to take Aaron Rodgers as a streaming option in a um, in a mm. positive matchup. If he's there, I'm going to take him. Um, I just think that he's... Uh, it's It sucks to say it, but he's on the downswing of his career, and I just don't think... With the weapons that Green Bay failed to get him this year, I don't think that the upside is there for Aaron Rodgers. Wow. So I am kicking him to the curb. Um, Trevor. Ten quarterback league, ten ten person league, twelve person league. I'm kicking Aaron Rodgers. Wow, man! You know it's crazy. I was telling Tim earlier, like I love my team. I love like I got everyone I wanted, maybe except for one person. Like it never works. Did you draft the whole Green Bay? I love my team. Uh, I got a good chunk, but I look I look at it. I'm like, this team would have been awesome two years ago. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It might be one of those things. So we'll see how it plays out. Are you just rating us your team? Because I think you have both of those. No, um, <laughs> I do. I do. In All the right, guys. Uh, <laughs> actually, I bet that I messed this up. All right, guys. Assess my draft? All right, guys. Here we go. Gronk. Gronk. Who do you want to go first? Uh, I would like Trevor to go first, I guess. Lust. Lust. I lust after him. I'm not... I, I don't love him, but if it comes down to... Uh, if it comes down to Kelsey's gone, Kittle's gone, and even I, I'm not Kittle's great, but I, I don't know how I feel about San Francisco. I feel like everyone's going to be eyeing him up even more, and he is a beast. Uh, so I just think he's going to have a rougher time than last year a little bit. Um, but I still think, man, and I'm going to say this, and it's only because it's Tom Brady with all those top three. Tight end, yeah, drunk. yeah. Wow. I think it's a safe bet. I do. Is that on the bold prediction? I I actually agree. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. I just I think it's it. Tom, it, there's going to be times <clears throat> where he like Gronk's going to be covered, but man, is he that security blanket where nothing's out there? He's always going to look back at Gronk. He is. He's just always going to look there. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I disagree. I'm kicking Gronk to the curb. Um, Guys are. Yeah, but, yeah I'm it. kicking Gronk to the curb because... Um, That's why I can't wait to draft in your league next year. Can I be right after Tim? Uh, <laughs> I never have to worry about him taking my guy. That's that's true. <laughs> um, I think that he took a complete year off of football. We've had no preseason. He looks like he's not... He, he doesn't look as buff, we'll say, as he's looked in years past. He's looking on the, the real... The, the trim side. He is. He um, is. There's it's steroids. <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's three. There's three options there with uh, OJ Howard, Cameron, Cameron Brait, just in the tight end room, and um, you tack that along with Mike Evans and um, Godwin. Like there's just so many mouths to feed in Tampa that I don't think he produces. And I know they'll run two tight end sets because why wouldn't you when you have all those tight ends? 
And, um, you know, I know that Tom Brady loves him and he is a security blanket. But I don't see him, you know, really getting over five touchdowns if he's healthy all wow. year. And I can get five touchdowns. That is a bull prediction. I, wow. I don't know. I, listen, like if it's a full 16-game season? Yeah, I don't see him getting Tom over. Brady's on the five-yard line? I don't, I don't think he gets over five touchdowns this year. And he... Um, Lost my train of thought. So I don't think he gets yeah. over. I don't, I don't think he gets over five touchdowns. I think there's just too many mounts to feed there. And I think I, I could go pick up five touchdowns off of uh, free agency Sunday morning, nine a.m. when I'm you know pre-setting my lineup. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting, guys. That's, that's a bold statement. I, I, I agree um, that, that it is a bold statement. I'm with Trevor on this one. Um, all right, you guys touched on this one a little bit. Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Trevor kick. Dude, we're so bitter as Giants. It, it sounds bitter as Giants fan, but I, I, I honestly think that he's his own worst enemy. It's not uh, his talent. Ding, ding, ding. I wish this was around the horn, man, because I want to give you guys points for that. Two points for Trevor. Um, I he's one of you drafted him. Well, he's one of my guys this year. He's one of my guys this year, but he's got to prove to me that he can do it. The reason that I like him is because I honestly believe that he was playing injured last year with a core injury, and um. You know, he just wasn't as explosive last year. So I think he comes back to what we've seen in the past. So, I mean, more or less, I'm lusting after what... This this sounds like a lot of lust. I'm lusting after what he has been in the past, and I hope he can get back to that. Uh, But because the wide receiver position was deep, I took my shot on my guy knowing that I was going to have more options later on. So I'm lusting after... The idea that Odell Beckham will bounce back. All right, let's do one or two more. Um, how about on the other side, uh, Jarvis Landry? Hmm, Tim. Um, I love the consistency of Jarvis Landry. He seemingly catches close to 100 balls every year. Um, so PPR, I love him. Standard, I don't. Good answer. Um, but I'm not also kicking him to the curb in standard. You know, he's. I think he's just, he'll be there late for you. He's being undervalued. And in PPR formats, you know, you're flexing him every week if he's not starting for you, so. Yeah, I'm not kicking him, but I'm not striving. I'm not loving him to yeah. go after him, yeah. so I'm, I'm lusting after him. Yeah, if he's there, I'll yeah, sure. No, I like, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, Jarvis Landry, this. I'm like, oh, Jarvis Landry. You know, he goes out there, he gets your points, and that's it. All right, we'll end it with this one. I think mean, this is a good one to end it on. I'm sure you guys have a lot of opinions about this. We touched Justin Tucker. <laughs> no. Well, um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady Trevor in uh, in Tampa. Oh, this is a good one to end it with. Should we defer to Tim? Love it. Love it, yeah. I love okay. it. It's hard for you to say, right? It's hard for me to say because he's Tom fucking Brady. And I was really going to try not to curse. But, um... Almost made it. Almost, almost made it. I, I did a small one before. That ship has sailed. It is, uh... Tom Brady. He's got a lot to prove and he knows it. He does work harder than a lot of people, I think, realize. He's got so many options. He's got so many options. So, I think if he's there and you need a starting quarterback... And the ones that are clear, obvious, you know, one, two, three, four, fives are gone. Like, uh, you got you got to take the flyer on, on Tom there. Yeah, Tim. Um, I think that there are going to be other guys in the league who like Tom Brady more than me. So we'll call Tom Brady the popular girl at the dance, where you don't know, or you might not have the courage to go up to her and ask her to dance, just because it's early in the night. And, you know, you really... Uh, There's a lot of repressed it, emotions going see, right there, really, there really is. I just like the analogy. A lot of real talk. There's a lot of flashbacks yeah. no, it's, right no, no, no. It's just... It's, I was also watching Stranger Things, and I got that scene in my head uh, at the end of season two. Um, yeah, so, like... Let me finish. Tom Brady's, you know, popular girl. You know, it's early in the night. You don't really know if you have the, the gall to go up and ask her to dance. I just... You know what? I think other people are going to reach, and I'm not happy taking him that early. Um, so I guess I would... I think he's got so much upside with all those mounts to beat. Obviously, it's Bruce Arians, who's the quarterback whisperer. Tom Brady's got all the experience in the world. He's seen every formation. He's seen everything a defense can throw at him. So, you know, he's considered the GOAT for a reason. It's just... 
you know, he's also 40-something years old, and he does have something to prove. I, I just, I'm not happy where he's at, so I'm lusting at the idea of Tom Brady. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just likely not going to go get him. Unless he falls to me, that's all. Interesting. Very well said, gentlemen. And as always, you guys knocked it out of the park. Um, I know the world's pretty much shut down right now. Is there anything to plug? Uh, you want to plug your show, Trevor, before we get out of here? Or social media or anything? Uh, up at Podcast Dummies on all, across all social media platforms. It is uh, basically being wiped out and redone. Uh, only because uh, w- w- job changes and whatnot, it kind of took a big halt. But... Uh, Gonna wipe it out, and I think we're gonna go play some video games now uh, instead of more podcasting. But I feel like playing video games is podcasting because you're talking. I talk more than just about the games. You can talk to me about food, booze, anything while I'm playing, uh, and then I'll curse a lot. (laughs) Awesome, Uh, Tim. Anything to plug before Um, we get out? I have nothing to plug. Um, I do want to say congratulations on everything, Bob. Man, the studio looks fantastic. Um, While I've seen the studio and I've been over a few times. Podcasting in it has brought a new level of excitement for the things to come for the Bob Culture podcast. So congratulations on everything. Appreciate that. But what do you and Nunez say? Upward and onward. Yeah, always upwards and onward, moving forward. Uh, and like none of this stuff, you know, let's get mushy. None of this stuff happens without you guys. Uh, very much appreciate it. Uh, Trevor obviously helping with the hundredth episode. Man, that was huge. Uh, dude, twenty twenty has yeah. been bad for everybody. Um, but you know, you know, I know some things. Uh, yeah, for sure. you and a lot of people would have went the opposite direction sure. and you have just created an empire so well done well, <laughs> empire is generous but I, and I very much appreciate that man but it doesn't happen without you guys like everyone it brings something to the table like literally this table or this home uh, so everyone's been fantastic I didn't uh, bring the table he did not <laughs> well empires are built one brick at a time they, and they you are know, you built up a lot of bricks so. yeah there. I very much appreciate the, the kind words guys without becoming a prick because it could have been getting he, yeah. could, he definitely could. <laughs> Just a little bit. Heel turn. Yeah, heel turn. Everyone's waiting for it, right? Nah, we do good things here on the show. Sure, the Kurt guys. Angle. Yeah. <laughs> My close personal friend. Dun, dun. Um, we won't say. No, we won't. There's no copyright, right? Uh, You're one boy from Global Guts there, there too. Yeah. Yeah. Was, oh my god, that's never nice reference. You gotta sing B sharp, so that's what we gotta yeah. do. Um, Back to you, Mo. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. Um, Alright, guys, we'll get out of here. Thank you guys so much for a few minutes of continued success moving forward and everything. You guys do. Stay safe. And like we always do say here on the BCP, everyone, stay safe. Stay positive. Take care of each other. We are out.